We're in musky mode with the opener coming up this weekend. Yesterday we were checking in with Jason Durham, who was out electrofishing on Big Man Trap with the DNR. And today we talked to one of the best-known musky guides in the North Country, Kevin Cochran, who is always brutally honest. Um, so you're, you're looking at 16,000, the main lake is 16,000 roughly, and you're looking at 600 fish. It's just that's kind of ridiculous. You know, and some of the smaller lakes have, uh, have half of that. You know, a 2,000-acre lake. My intention that it possibly has half of that. Um, so, you know, but in their defense, you know, they have very limited resources as far as nets and, and manpower and capabilities. A musky opener special with Kevin Cochran is next. Thank God it's Friday, gonna cast out a line. The afternoon sun is flying oh so high. I'm a peaceful kind of guy, most usually. But I'm hunting all the fishes in the deep blue sea. Making sure my bait is all nice and stinky Gonna add a little, let it make the bait go sinky We can wait another day to do the patchwork laundry Cause now we going fishing for Banyan country Musky opener is upon us, so we got to check in with our musky guy, Kevin Cochran of Kevin Cochran's Musky Guide Service uh, How many years have you been guiding muskies now, Kevin? Uh, I believe this is my 15th year Wow, 15 already, and uh, and you've been fishing them for a few more years than that. I have, yeah, I've been fishing them um, uh, pretty hardcore six years prior. Okay. What is it about muskies you enjoy so much? I would say just the, you know, it, it's the most difficult, in my opinion, the most difficult fish um, in freshwater to uh to catch, you know, and, and there's a lot of people that, that have never caught one, have, have never seen one, and, and I like to be that guy that um, that puts them in contact with the big fish. So, um, you know, I, I would say that the reward for me is is seeing my clients catch fish, and, and you know, as a business owner and as a, a guy, that's, you know, that's, that should be my, uh, <laughs> my ammo, I guess, but... Uh, but, you know, I, I love it. I love the I love the chase. I love I love trying to figure these these fish out and and pattern them and develop new and creative ways to uh, to fish for them. When we talk uh, muskies, um, you and I have done this a number of times, and, and one of the things I always bring up to you is, it seems to me to be more like the hunt than you know fishing, where you get into a school and you get bite after bite after bite. It's more of a hunt trying to find these guys. It is, yeah. And once you once you have an idea as far as location, you know, you should be able to put something together and and that's where, you know, that's where like side imaging capabilities which which um, most people have nowadays on their boat and um, and then from there as as long as you have the location of the fish, you know, it's uh, it's uh, then it then it then it's your job to figure out exactly what, what's gonna trigger that fish. Well, as we get into the opener, I mean, we've, we finally had a great week of weather. The water temperature is obviously moving up this week. But prior to that, it was a very, very cool spring and, a, and, and really um, for a long, a long amount of time. Is this going to mean anything at all for the muskie bite? You know, it's, it's really starting to heat up now. Um, I still do see fish being immediate post-spawn. Uh, meaning spawning literally just happened. They they could have revisited the shallow area a couple of times since since they spawned, but 
what I do is I, I see um, that there's going to be fish immediate post-spawn, and I think with that being said, you're going to see fish shallow for sure, and then you're also going to see fish, uh, you know, um, taking it easy, recouping from uh, from the, uh, the spawning, you know, out over some deep water too. So I, I think, you know, they're going to be really spread out for about the next week, okay. week and a half. Yeah. What uh, would be your game plan for uh, trying to lure them this early in the season? Yeah, I, I think it can be done two ways. I think you can troll open water and catch fish, um, you know, and also I think you can catch fish um, casting small baits really super shallow, too. Okay. So I think there's a couple, a couple ways to do it. Okay. You usually spend a lot of your year on Cass Lake. Is that where you're going to open? Uh, I don't usually open there. I, I'm usually uh, on one of the smaller lakes. Okay. Just because, in my opinion, Cass isn't it. It isn't the lake that really. In my, I, I don't have a lot of confidence in it for about a, about ten days. So, and once once ten days that ten day mark after after the um, the, the opener takes place, I think I think just. Fish are more post-spawn, you know. Um, they're going to be in more predictable locations. Um, that being deep water adjacent to spawning areas, and it, and it always has been like that. So deep water adjacent to spawning areas is where I think the majority of the fish will be in 10 days, um, you know, on, on all the lakes. Uh, primarily right now, I do think that a lot of fish are just scattered. Some fish are that immediate post-spawn, and then other fish are... Uh, We've heard a lot of talk over on Cass Lake about the zebra mussels that are there and, and how it's changed definitely the walleye fishery. And as far as when you can get them, um, has it affected the muskies in that way? Um, I wouldn't say so. I would say that you definitely know, you have to know their location now, and location is everything. Um, you know, I, I can trigger trigger fish during the day with, uh, with just, you know, finding them with my side imaging and, and moving baits fast or, or you know, sometimes moving baits slow. Um, but, but I think that location is key. And um, one thing that the zebra mussels have done is uh, they've, they've kind of created the perfect storm for uh, an explosion of the rusty crayfish. Um, I believe the large lake specialist talked to you a little bit about it. Um, and he did mention me that I had a really good year out there. He didn't say me by name, by name, but um, he did say that I had had a really good year out there last year, which I, I did. I thought that might and have been you. Fortunate. Yeah, yeah. So he was, and I, and I was pretty excited. And I'm sure he didn't he didn't know if he could have name dropped or or whatever, but it doesn't really matter. Um, um, you know, I I think I, I well, there's the main lake primarily has no weeds. Um, so that makes it a little bit more interesting, and you just have to find the specific locations of where the muskies are at right now. Okay. So, and they're holding on some brake lines, some sand flats, some rocks, um, just areas that that um, that have always traditionally hold fish. They're holding fish more now, just because there's no aquatic vegetation to uh, to anchor them. Husky opener this weekend. More with Kevin Cochran coming up. 
This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country with your host, Kev Jackson. He's the one asking the stupid questions. Well, you'd be right, right, right. You're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, where all the cool kids hang out. And Kev Jackson, too. Musky opener is this weekend. One of the best musky guides in the area is Kevin Cochran, and he is our guest today as we get ready. The thing about Cass Lake is it's a natural fishery when it comes to the muskies, which means um, you have to see if they've got a good you know, number of fish in multiple year classes, and it sounds like they do, and so that's that's good to see. Yeah, you see a lot of small fish. You see a lot of big fish, which is very typical in a natural fishery. Um I am not really in agreement that, that there's as few of muskies in Cass Lake as I stated. I just think that by the DNR, I just think that their methods of their methods of measuring the population in such a vast body of water is is going to skew the data because they're only they're only netting realistically they're only netting in one area of the entire lake of the twenty six thousand acre chain. So when you're netting in one one small area of Allen's Bay and and um, and the west side of Star and up the channel, you're getting you're getting a skewed population. So um, you know they may say, and I believe that, that they did say 600, 600, approximately adult population, six hundred fish. You know for the entire well for the uh, the Cass Lake. Um, so you're, you're looking at 16,000, the main lake is 16,000 roughly, and you're looking at 600 fish. It's just, that's kind of ridiculous, you know, and some of the smaller lakes have, uh, have half of that, you know, a 2,000 acre lake, that possibly has half of that. Um, so, you know, but in their defense, you know, they have very limited resources as far as nets and, and manpower and capabilities. Um, however, I do, I do, I, I would say... I would think it would be safe to say that that lake probably has, uh, the main lake itself easily has 1,600 fish in it, you know, mm-hmm. um, easily. Uh, so, you know, I, I think that their, their, uh, their data is off a little bit just from, just from my numbers and what I've ran and what I've encountered out there. Uh, when I can go out there and have four and five fish days consecutively, um, you know, there's not there's not 600 fish in the whole entire system. So right, right. Um, think about uh, musky fishing. We, we've been hearing a lot about the concern, you know, nationwide about the, getting that next generation out on the water. But it seems like there's more musky anglers than there than there ever has been before. You know, musky anglers itself is that is that's the only genre I've been saying that for years. That's the only genre of, of angling. That's growing in this entire state. I mean, there's not there's not an influx of walleye guys. There's not an influx of of bass pike guys. There's really the only the only area that's growing is muskies, and and we just have to keep up with um, we have to keep up with that with that uh, that kind of pressure. And you know, and, and it's unfortunate that a lot of uh, lakeshore associations they don't understand that they see muskies as something that could eat their grandchildren and, <laughs> and, you know, kill their, kill wood ducks and stuff. But, um, you know, but they're also misinformed and, and they're preached to by the Minnesota, the, the dark house, uh, hierarchy and, and their lobbyists. So, 
Um, and I know that that area that uh, the lobbyists and uh, the hierarchy of the Minnesota Dark House Association they probably speak for about five percent of the people that actually uh, enjoy the sport of uh, of spearing. So, um, which is pretty sad. Well, so, uh, you know, we just have to keep up. You know, like going back to this, we just have to keep up with uh, with the amount of, of pressure that these lakes are gonna are gonna go through in the next twenty thirty years. You know, I don't know. I, I I've seen a lot of lakes with a lot of muskies in them, and usually the lakes that have a good strong population of muskies are having record numbers of walleyes and other sport fish too. So it's oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't I don't know what they're devouring, but the, it's definitely not the walleyes. Right, and you look at Cass Lake right now too. The Tony told you that you know the the second third year perch. They're those the the third year perch are two inches bigger than previously recorded two inch or uh, three year perch. Two inches larger, which is that's that's pretty insane to think about. You know, thinking about those fish are two inches longer um, than than a typical three year old perch. Um, you know, the, the perch fishing, and, and that's just all attributed to um, the influx of rusty crayfish. Um, but, I mean, Catholics in general, it's, it's doing, doing great, um, uh, you know, for walleye, perch, for every type of fish species. So. Absolutely. Uh, meanwhile, over on Bemidji, that's the place you go when you want the really big muskies, but, uh, but that, uh, that population is very, very, very mature right now. It is, yeah. You see a lot of a lot of big old fish, and those big old fish have been caught numerous, numerous times. And Bemidji does get a lot of pressure, and some people are happy going out there and fishing ten days and having a shot at one fish. Well, as somebody that gets paid every day to put people on fish, I can't go there and and catch fish, um, you know, consistently ten days in a row. There's there's definitely very, very specific times and days when I fish the big, or I'm sorry, Bemidji, when I fish cast, when I fish Plantagenet, and um, I think I told you before, I've got, I've got all those, those dates down right now, and I can tell you exactly when I fish all those lakes. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that because for me it wouldn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Where, you know, the other big lake in this area that's got a ton of them is uh, is Leech, and that's a lake you don't go to that often because, well, basically you don't have to. Yeah, you know, I, I really don't. Uh, Leech is um, it, it's just an extra step. It's just an extra drive that I'd have to go to. It's not Leech isn't my thing. I'm not um, not I'm, if I want to fish natural fish, I just go to Cass. And right. I know Cass went really well, and I love Cass, and that's kind of where I'm at. Anything yeah. else you want to tell people about muskie angling, those who might be just kind of hovering and thinking, eh, this might be interesting? Uh, you know, it, it, it's something that is difficult. I guess it, it appeals to a lot of people that um, that would be trophy hunters in general, uh, you know, whether that would be, um, you know, trophy whitetail uh, with a bow or, you know, big game hunting, and, and and that's kind of what it appeals to is people that are hardcore and that and that really dive into things. You know, it's not it's not for the uh, the weak hearted. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and, and and we'll have to have a little conversation here uh, in the future and, and kind of 
I think we did this a few years ago um, where you kind of laid out what a person should expect to to get purchased, you know, if they want to give it a try, the things they would absolutely positively need. Uh, we'll have to have that conversation sure. this year. Oh, absolutely. For sure. We can revisit that anytime. All right. So you expecting a good opening weekend, or are you just uh, happy to go out there and, and just even see some fish? I am. You know, uh, I've got a, a lake that, it, that, that I'm going to be on, and hopefully uh, – going to it's going to be pretty quiet out there and and i've got a, a pattern already that that i think is going to work really well so um so, uh, you know previous years have taught me that, that this works so i'm going to give it a shot and i've got clients saturday and sunday so i, I uh i'm going to hopefully put them on fish kevin cochran outstanding guide for muskies in uh, paul bunyan country he's our go-to muskie guy here on the show getting ready for the opener and uh, kevin as always we really love having you on the show thanks for joining us today thank you so much for having me kev whatever you've got planned this weekend be it muskies walleyes bass or panfish have fun be safe we'll talk to you next week yes sir get crazy crazy Fish Country! Country!